Hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. What? Three of us on the yes. intro? What All does three. this mean? It means it's episode 50. It's a big episode. It is. 50 episodes. Thank you guys for listening to us for so long. It's amazing. Can't believe we've made this many. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of episodes. It is. But we're here for a sad reason. This it's morning. a happy reason. Well, yeah. it's a happy reason, but it's a sad reason. Like most things, there's two sides. So it's a big episode for a couple of reasons. It's episode 50, and we also have a you know, sad but happy announcement, which is, what do we want? Good news or bad news first? Let's bad. go good news first. Okay. Good news first, which is um, I am having a baby. Yes. Uh, yes. Noel and I are having a baby. Yes, and I'm going to have a grandbaby. Grandbaby time. Grandbaby. So um, that's the good news. Uh, well, we think it's good news. Hope you do too. Bad news. We're having a baby, so we're not going to have time to continue this podcast because I will be sleeping even less than I am now and taking care of, of this, new, this new life in the world. Yeah, and just the schedules wouldn't allow for it with editing and setting up all the equipment and everything with uh, with a new baby on the way. So. Oh, oh, also the room that we record the podcast in is going to be the baby's room. <laughs> yes, the, uh, the podcast recording room is being converted to a baby's room. So the good news is that the podcast will continue on. Mm-hmm. Gary and Philip are in the process of gathering new cast members now, and they will continue to record and continue mm-hmm. the story on. But unfortunately, our three characters are going to be exiting the story at the end of book two. It's very bittersweet. It is, because this has been a great adventure at so many levels. Yes, we've had a lot of fun playing with Gary and Philip. We've had a lot of fun recording for you wonderful listeners. This has been a wonderful learning experience and a lot of fun to play. We've also had fun playing with each other. Mm-hmm. We've, you know, it's fun, you know, yes. family I, bonding time. I've had a lot of fun totally disturbing <laughs> uh, my children and their colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't worry about us. We will continue to play Pathfinder in our lives, but we just will not have the time to do a production out of it. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to just say thank Thank you so much for listening to us. It's been great. You have been so wonderful. And we hope that you continue to enjoy the show in our absence. So we will still be on for several more episodes, but our presence will be coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Thanks again. It's been unbelievably exciting to be able to get in touch with people around the world through mm-hmm. something like this. It's been very, uh, very exciting. Thank you all. Yes. So you're awesome. We're awesome. Yay, everyone. And thank you, as always, to... Sword Coast Soundscapes for the ambient sounds in the background to help make everything extra spooky. And thank you to Midnight Syndicate for the awesome music. It's been so great putting their music into the show. It really spices things up, and we really appreciate it. So with that done, on to the episode. Thank you again. Bye. been very hard to find exciting things occurring during uh, the apocalypse the apocalypse which i have to say i was expecting the apocalypse to be a lot grimier and i never expected it to be so boring <laughs> yeah it's pretty boring it, re- it really is pretty boring and it's pretty beautiful here in texas at this time of the year anyway so it's lovely outside um apocalypse hasn't been too bad mm-hmm. the hard part was i have had in these last few weeks a birthday which I couldn't celebrate with people. I had no idea. Happy birthday. Thank you, Philip. Give you a pizza. Yes. Okay, we'll take it in an IOU. Um, and celebrated my 35th wedding anniversary, which nobody is more surprised than I am, <laughs> got to say. <laughs> well, that's a double congrats. Yeah, it was. It was mm-hmm. a double congrats. And uh, 
I'm looking forward to a time when all these things can be celebrated properly at a steakhouse. (laughs) (laughs) That's my goal. So. Now, what level of steakhouse? Is it like Texas Roadhouse? No. No, I, I'm talking Del Frisco's, uh, more in the Del Frisco's category, but I would, uh, I've decided I have a different brand favorite, and I don't know, can we discuss that on there? Yeah. 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 So Kirby's Steakhouse, I think, wins for me. We've like been to Kirby's. a few others, and I think Kirby's is the overall winner. Other oh, than every oh. time I go in there, I think, oh, it'll be so nice to sit in front of the fireplace, and then I think... Why did I think that? I'm always hot. <laughs> you know, it's like I want, I want, I think a virtual, a virtual fireplace. fireplace. Yeah, my like, brother has one have, of those. It's kind of neat. Well, they have those on Netflix. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they should just set up the music. Yeah, the TV. They should set up the yeah, TV behind the, me with the, the the Yule log for the three Yule days. Log, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, right. Anyway, that's that's my plan. So it was a very quiet uh, non-celebration. So we're getting close to the end of this trial. We are. You are. It's like the last day of the trial. This is the longest three days of my life. (laughs) We did a lot in three days. I was just uh, like, I'm so tired right now in real life. I can't imagine these characters past three days of just like barely any sleep, battle, 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 then trial. (laughs) At least we. The life of a lawyer. Like having to put together coherent sentences. At least we know they had a good shower in between. <laughs> That's true. That did happen. Yeah. I uh, I saw a meme the other day, and it was it was it wasn't really a meme, but it was like a thread. And the question was, uh, two lawyers, how do you argue without crying? And um, <laughs> the response was, it's really hard. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's I funny. Bet not if you're heartless. <laughs> have no soul. I mean, that's a prereq, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to actually. And, uh, they don't turn your tassel; they rip your heart out. Didn't? <laughs> oh. um, that's funny, Mom. Didn't uh, my my great uncle Bill like? He was the only one that ever told your your mom a dirty joke. Yes, and it was a lawyer joke. It was a lawyer joke. <laughs> well, you tell the joke. It was a dirty joke. It was an anal sex joke <laughs> <laughs> to my mother. It's like I can remember just sitting there going, "It's only a visual. It's just mouth dropping, going." I have no idea what to do. <laughs> didn't, didn't she laugh? Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> what was the joke? Um, can you get pregnant from anal sex? Can you? We've got lawyers. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, where do you think lawyers come from? Sort of thing. Uh, yes, they laughed. They loved Uncle Bill. That's so funny. He was a soldier. They would let almost anything go for military guys. Yeah. Not only was he military, but I mean, he was... He's a green beret. Officer. He was a green beret. He was, you know, kill you with a thumb. It's very weird to meet someone who actually can kill you with their bare hands. So when a green beret tells you a dirty joke, you laugh at you it. You laugh at it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, the best Uncle Bill story was actually at his 60th birthday where they insisted on uh, covering his cake um, with the candles that won't go out. Oh, no. By the time you light 60 of those, you've got like a foot-high flare coming out of your t- And they're carrying it out after they've lit it, and it's like shooting fire all over the place. And the 60-year-old man's trying to puff out these 60 flaming torches on top of his cake. They finally threw water on it. Nobody got to eat that cake. It was totally Aww. destroyed. I was so sad. So I got to wonder who behind that didn't think about the consequences of that, and who was like, nah, but it'll be funny. 
<laughs> well, I tried my best, okay? I was put in charge of candles, and I was instructed to buy these. Oh, it'll be funny to have the don't blow them out candles. I said, I really think that's a mistake. How about a six and a zero? And I bought <laughs> a six and a zero. I bought, you know, ways to do it like a binary, you know, mm-hmm. do six and six and... They wouldn't buy it. They insisted on putting putting the uh, don't blow out kit. It was a real mistake. Oh, I forgot the, the other part was before we could get it out of the house, it set off all the smoke alarms. Oh, naturally. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. I set up the smoke I- alarm cooking bacon. So. <laughs> this I have a request. Was, yeah. When this is all over and we have our birthday pizzas, I would like mine to be in binary. <laughs> in binary. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean the candles on it or the pepperoni on it? <laughs> the candles. I want the candles in binary um, so that uh, I- I'm curious to see what a zero candle looks like. <laughs> One of my favorites. It's just not there, Philip. That's the whole point. <laughs> it's so simple. It's a whole four years old. One of my favorite parts in the the Humans Are Dead Flight of the Concord song is when they're like, binary solo, zero, 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 one. <laughs> Love, love that. that is one of my yeah. Oh, one, one, no oh, one. <laughs> yes, I checked one. It was dead. <laughs> uh, anyway, there we go. There's no robots in this world so far. Just golems. That's kind of a robot. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Let's. Well, they can't g- cry or don't have tears. I think well, you can throw water on them though, and they'll still. I have to do a really active. deep dive on Horace to find out how he came to be because he violates all of the established laws of how golems work in this universe. And he's uh, Gary didn't make him up. He's a written character. Mm-hmm. Now I'm pretty sure Gary made this whole so book can, up. So we can't blame Gary. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. So well, we can blame Gary for any other uh, the rules lawyers objections? can't come after Gary for for creating Horace. Uh, okay. Is the creation of Paizo. Horace is alive. It's alive. Johnny Five alive. All right, so enough. So where were we? We, we had the with the silly, unnecessary fight with the ghasts. <laughs> but still, I'm still so pleased with this imagery of Vivian just spinning slowly on a rope, like not <laughs> not able to see what's happening whatsoever. Just Hello. just uh, not you know barely being able to see what's happening and just just channeling. I imagine her eyes closed within <laughs> yeah. the rope as tight as she can yeah. and just flashes of, of, of brilliance popping off of yeah. her, her, her beret. Like it looks like it looks epic, but she's just like, are they, are they gone? <laughs> have you have you set your rope up like a um, where it's like a swing, you know, like you've tied it into loops and stuff so that it's more she could barely climb a rope. She's not good at knots. <laughs> yeah, know, she should uh, start putting points in climb. Um, <laughs> not only because she's run into this problem before, but after she goes back to her normal life, I'd like her to see her perform, you know, with like silks. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Cirque du... Uh, Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, but we have to have a better uh, better last name. It's not a last also, name, I don't Cir- think. Cirque du Ustalov. <laughs> That's not literal. And li- she's not from Ustalov, though. I know, but it doesn't matter. It's an act. Yeah, she's from wherever you need she's her to be. Well, yeah, Rasma. You, you can. <laughs> Vivian can go run off with the crooked kin and learn their ways, and then go perform later. <laughs> that is actually something I meant to mention to you, Gary. At the end of all of this, I would like to get some. I'd like to meet up with the crooked kin again and give them money somehow out of all of this. Okay, they'll be in town through the end of the trial. I'm sure uh, <laughs> <laughs> they won't be leaving. It's like, oh, it's the trial of the century. Let's just go home. It's right. gonna. 
Nothing for us to do here. We're actually, by ha- getting Horace off, we're going to ruin their their publicity <laughs> chances. <laughs> well, maybe maybe Horace becomes part of the troop. Ooh, there you go. Uh, the uh, the the gargantuan poet. <laughs> I just I just think they need they need someone like him. Mm. He could be a good defender. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> for defense, if nothing else, he would be. But you know, a uh, traveling circus needs a strong man. Oh, Don't yeah. they have a strong man? I think they did, but he's going to pale in comparison to Horace. Yeah. They could use two. Yeah. This makes me think of. Uh, I do want to get started in the adventure. This makes me think about the. Um, is it the mountain just broke the mm-hmm. human weightlifting record? The, the deadlift uh, deadlifted like eleven hundred pounds. <laughs> what was it you told me? Yeah, to do? it's like I. So I have a rotator cuff tendonitis on my left shoulder. So my upper body workouts are kind of dead right now. And so it's like, all right, well, we'll do squats. And I did squats for the first time in like a year, and it hurts to sit down. <laughs> Meanwhile, the mountain <laughs> deadlifted 1,100 pounds. Yep. I can't lift my own body weight. <laughs> That's how I feel. It's like I can't even stand up. <laughs> yeah, I, I I watch him on like the world's strongest man competition. Just like, oh, he's pulling a bus uh, by himself. <laughs> no big deal. Oh, look, it's no not e- it's not even a neutral. It's it's parked. <laughs> <laughs> and someone's in there with the brake on. <laughs> Gary, you won our you won our our thing at work, didn't you? Where we I pulled did. a jeep. That I was pretty cool to watch. Pool. That was that was pretty cool to watch. Once it gets going, it, it's it's easy yeah. to maintain. It's the getting it started. That's the yeah, hard part. Yeah, it's the momentum. Yep. An, anyway. obj- an object in motion. Motion stays. Will in stays. You could see Gary's farm boy roots coming out <laughs> in that. <laughs> Let's go toss some tires. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool. <laughs> Hey, I did that when I was growing up. I know. I knew, uh, I'm not you, joking. You, you, worked, <laughs> you worked, like, did you do something with hay? <laughs> yep. Uh, some of my first summer jobs were hauling hay. Yeah. No, hey. it really, I could see, I was like, yeah, I could see Gary knows what he's doing. He knows how to move large objects. Yep. Anyways, back to our game. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so we had that super critical fight with the ghasts in the basement. We found that that, that bottle of bleach, it's going to be, like, the entire case is going to hinge on that bottle of bleach from Vorkstag and Grinds in the, in the basement. Well, at the very least, if the trial doesn't go the way we want it, we can just throw the bleach on the prosecution. <laughs> it's empty. It's an empty <laughs> bottle of bleach. It's not even Is it empty? For, yes. Nope. Okay, well, we'll just throw it out their head. Either way. Yeah. Well, but you do still have full ones that you picked up from the factory. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Zenobi's got a those. lot of chemicals. We'll throw them at that jerk lawyer and then he'll become Two-Face. And I'm just, then we I'm not throwing any bleach at him. He's getting alchemist fire. <laughs> like I'm I'm just I'm just imagining like a house burned down and somebody's rummaging through and like, "See, I found this bottle of Clorox." <laughs> Obviously P&G is, a, is responsible. <laughs> responsible for this. <laughs> <laughs> this case is airtight. <laughs> There's no reason. It's like, and we have morons who are trying to set fires with bleach. <laughs> There's no see, reason. Not flammable. Keep trying. There's no reason a hospital would have bleach around. But see, you have the opportunity here to make new villains for this campaign. Exactly. Ooh. Exactly. We're going to make Two Face, and then we're going to have a whole DC crossover. Wait. Man. Yeah, that's DC. You, you can do the fire and make uh, Two Face. You can do the bleach and make uh, um, Joker. Joker. Mm hmm. And Harley Quinn. And Harley Quinn. And then we'll just turn it into a Batman podcast. <laughs> only if we have the original Batman. I was going to say only if we have Lego Batman. <laughs> I could go with Lego Batman also. Can, can we have Kevin Conroy? Yes, because Kevin Conroy is the greatest Batman that's ever Batman. What the hell? Is that one of the animated ones? That is the voice of Batman since the 90s. Yeah, every time you see him animated <gasps> oh, anywhere. Okay. It, well, not every time, but most times. He does have a great voice. Does have a great voice. And in the recent, uh, uh, like Arrowverse crossovers, 
Crisis on Infinite Earths, Kevin Conroy actually played Batman. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. I, I fell off of all of those shows, so uh, <laughs> I wanted to jump in on Crisis, but I haven't had any time to watch anything. I will say Crisis is worth it. It is probably the best crossover that they've done. I watched Some Like It Hot yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I binged uh, Fargo. Oh, season one and the start of season two. Yeah. So, no, I haven't, I haven't like, watched anything new. I've just watched stuff that I've watched before. The only thing new I've watched, I've binged Riverdale. Oh, no. No. It's actually really good. No, nope. I don't care. I, they, <laughs> nope. It irks me, I have to say. Archie was never supposed to be this dramatic, I gotta tell you. <laughs> nope. I've been playing Dark Souls with my brothers. That's what I've been doing. So speaking of awful evidence. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe uh, last we left off with you guys, you were coming back into town uh, to deliver your evidence. Yes. Yeah, yes. so we, we turn in our evidence. Um, and to shower. Yeah. Again. And, and Roderick was, was doing some thinking on the way back. and This terrified everybody. <laughs> he, says, he says, Vivian, I know you told me you don't have the spell to remove, br- remove blindness prepared. Or brightness. Or brightness. <laughs> remove that sea smell <laughs> from your clothes. <laughs> He's not a pirate. <laughs> Yarr. Arr. No, you, you told me you did not have the spell to remove blindness prepared. However, I thought of, what if we bought the scroll to remove blindness, and we cast it on Carl? Then, when he's on the stand, we could show him the skin suit and have him confirm that the skin suit is, in fact, the creature that he saw attacking the doctor. I think that's a wonderful idea, Roderick. Not to mention that, you know, we'd cure him of his blindness and he'd be able to live a better yes, life. Yes, that, that's an ancillary. Moving forward. Yeah, that's an ancillary benefit, but um, I'm primarily <laughs> concerned about the task at hand. We um, don't really care about him. We care about Horace. I get it. He was nice enough. I mean, I wish him all the good fortune and yada yada. Um, <laughs> Thank heavens we didn't blind him. <laughs> we've, so, been no- we've been known to do these things. <laughs> it's something we could have done. Okay. So is it, we don't have a lot of time left. Uh, so are we with uh, Gustav and Karen? Uh, you can be. All right. So we are. Yeah. So push. One of you go and tell Gustav and Karen that we need to uh, we need to submit uh, Carl's testimony for our evidence. Then uh, Zenobia, you're really good at tracking. Could you go out and make sure to catch Carl as he's coming in? Because he's testifying today. He has to be coming into town. Not, not literally catch him, Zenobia. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know how <laughs> much like you want to. She's getting her net out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. See, see if you could find him before he. Uh, is behind chambers, I guess, and let him know that we... You could tell him we're going to try to cure his blindness. Um, that might give him enough of an incentive to stick around. I'll, I'll track him down. Then Vivian, you go with me too. We'll get the scroll and we'll go uh, meet with Zenobia. Sounds wonderful. Excellent plan, Roderick. Thank you. Renly? Uh, Renly, can su- no, Renly could submit the evidence. Yeah. Would you mind uh, talking to uh, Gustav and Karen and getting the evidence submitted? Who are right there in the room, since we Here just said go. we are with them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I could always count always on you. <laughs> Gold star to Renly. <sighs> like you just declared, like we're in the room with them. <laughs> you just want to give Renly something to do, or? clearly. Yeah. No, I realized that I put the whole plan together without including Renly and I felt bad. So. <laughs> it's like one of those jobs where you have your kid helping and all they're doing is hold the light. And they can't even do that. It's like slowly slipping down. <laughs> Aziz, light. Light, Aziz. Obligatory 
fifth element reference for the episode. <laughs> Good job, Gary, for slipping that in. I nicely done. Nicely done. Gold star. So we go do those things. Yeah, so so Roderick and Vivian are running around the markets to find an open scroll stand where you can buy a... <laughs> scroll stand. A, a scroll of remove uh, blindness. It's one of those... It's like in um, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Like, the building looks like a big scroll. I was thinking it was more like... Um, the little ice cream man, the Spanish ice cream man, that has <laughs> the, with the bells, with the bells, and his little cart, and he's selling the bolitas, and, and, and you know you can get. And like, he opens up his bowl. his freezer, and it's just like little pigeonholes with scrolls in it. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. See, I, I was thinking more like Aladdin, but you know, like sugar dates, sugar dates and figs, <laughs> sugar dates and wands and scrolls. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, but but the the whole thing looks like a big like folded up scroll or rolled up scroll or something. That's adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm sure we get a couple of uh, couple of phonies trying to hawk some fake ones on us and it's yeah. like, I'm a fifth level magus and this is a fifth level cleric. You're not gonna you're not gonna sell me a fake scroll. <laughs> Fella. Yeah, but those guys have the trench coat where they open it up and yeah. <laughs> What are you buying? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> um porno magic. <laughs> <laughs> so we go do that. Is Zenobia successful in finding Carl? Before we answer that, um, I just want it on record that I want the title of this episode to be porno magic. <laughs> Very well. So we get our scroll, Zenobia. Do you catch I roll, Carl? I rolled a ninety-one on the percentile, so yes, you find him. Nice. <laughs> oh, good. All right. So I, I imagine we all kind of meet up outside the courthouse, like before he's walked in. What does Zenobia say to Carl? Using her best diplomacy skills, <laughs> Carl. This is Zenobia. Do you remember meeting me ah, earlier yes, today? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, my my new friends who paid me a visit today. Exactly. Carl, we, f- we feel very badly about what happened to you, and we also need your help. And I'd like to propose something to you. Uh, Roderick has suggested that we could buy a scroll to heal your blindness, and uh, he's out doing that. If, if you're willing, we would like to use the scroll on you and heal you of this, and... All we're asking is that you honestly look at some evidence we have and tell us the truth mm-hmm. once you see it. I couldn't ask you to do such a thing. We know you haven't asked. This is something that we want to do. We've been fighting these evil creatures for days now. <laughs> it only seems like weeks. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this should not have happened to you. This never should have happened to you. And we want to make it right. Well, if you're sure about this, then I would be very grateful and be in your debt. I don't want your debt to... F- Enough to lie on, yes. on trial? <laughs> <laughs> how, how much debt do you want to go into? Uh, I, I will not commit perjury. <laughs> wouldn't ask you to. Well, the punishment in Ustalov is blindness. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you would be back to the beginning. <laughs> So, you're not obliged to lie. Okay, <laughs> we don't you're making me laugh again. i got to blow my nose. We, we don't want to waste that scroll. <laughs> we <wouldn't... laughs> Knowing this town, like, that might actually be Exactly. True. It would be exactly what it would do. What would happen to it? It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> you lied. Now, we, now you can't see. <laughs> I don't know how that will stop you from lying, but you can't see. Well, maybe they blind the man cut out of their tongues. You know? <laughs> The blinding is just rubbing salt in the wound. Yeah. So he agrees? <laughs> he agrees. All right. So 
Um, we I'm, rush up, as yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm sure Zenobia starts leading him to our rendezvous, and then you see Roderick and Vivian running, running towards them very excited. Vivian is not running. <laughs> Vivian does not run. No, Noelle doesn't run. Vivian runs. Okay. <laughs> you confuse them. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you, I do. Yeah, you see Vivian and Roderick running up all uh, excited. It's like, we got the scroll. Is he going to do it? <laughs> Just like right outside the courthouse. And, and then Carl's like, are you still in front of me? I can't see. That <laughs> <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> I, I, I haven't not... done it yet, Carl. Don't worry. Okay. So uh, they come up. Hello, Carl. Um, so this is the first time I've cast the spells. There shouldn't be any harmful effects if I mess it up, but uh, let's go ahead and give this a try. I'm already blind. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be blinder. So, so I imagine, I, I was thinking about this, uh, I imagine that when you use a scroll of blindness, um, so Vivian reads the words on it, and the scroll starts glowing, and then she basically, um, imagine it being like a narrow strip, and she basically puts it over his eyes like a blindfold, and as she does that, it like absorbs into his skin. And like, you know, glowing light. Oh, I love that. That is a very nice effect. Yes. That was cool. And for the listeners who might be curious, the description of the spell, remove blindness, cures blindness, remove blindness, cures blindness, whether the effect is... (laughs) Good job. Well, it's actually remove blindness, deafness, right? So it's remove blindness, deafness. They're the same spell... Like they're they're in the same uh, entry category category they're, of spell. They're the same entry, but it's it's one or the other. Remove mm-hmm. blindness, cures blindness. Whether the effect is normal or magical in nature, the spell does not restore eyes that have been lost, but repairs them if they have been damaged. And Gary, you confirmed that he actually still has his eyes, right? They are damaged. Right. N- nothing that I have read has said that he lost his eyes. It's just they were damaged so badly he lost his sight. Good. So and this you- is this is a plan that. Yeah. It's fine. Should work. Yeah, and you could easily see that happening in a fire, but it would be it would be a bigger stretch to lose your eyes in a fire, like actually have them disappear. Unless there was an explosion of some sort. Yeah, but but that didn't happen. So <laughs> yeah, so here we are. So so, so Vivian, do you want to sit him down, or are we going to go inside, or Wait, just I'm right not, here in the street? I just described how cool it was, and yeah, she just does it in the street. <laughs> just on the steps. On the street healing, and now he can't see, but he can hear even better. <laughs> <laughs> is it uh, like is it is it like Daredevil? get that that sonar sight yeah yeah so she she places it over and it absorbs into her skin and then i imagine you know blinking and then can he see you see like the his eyes kind of had this like white glaze kind of like over them and as the spell is cast uh that glaze kind of fades away and you see his his blue eyes uh shining oh so pretty he he can see but this is the first time he's seen daylight in quite a while so it's almost blindingly bright to him we put a hat on his head <laughs> uh, i'm sorry i didn't think of that let's get you inside yes, yes apologies yes please um have sunglasses been created in this world yet maybe <laughs> roger cast darkness on him <laughs> oh no i'm, oh, blind, no, I'm again. blind again <laughs> no no you're not blind they've just sur- surrounded you in a aura of magical darkness uh, it'll go away when i dismiss the spell it's fine that's fine <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we get him back into dimmer light, and Vivian will do, you know, the, the doctor, uh, follow my hand, you know, checking his... Magic is fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> checking to make sure his eyeballs are working correctly. Mm-hmm. Everything seems to be working fine. Oh, this is so exciting. Congratulations, Carl. Uh, thank, thank you. I, I didn't think I would ever be able to see again. I, I knew I would never be able to uh, afford to pay someone to heal me like this. Well... It matters to us um, for the honesty of the trial and also for your benefit, because you were so kind to us when we visited you in your home. 
We make it a, a point of curing terrible ailments on anyone who offers us tea. <laughs> don't don't spread the word around. <laughs> <laughs> well, but my home is open to you for tea anytime you would like. And if I can be of any service to you, please just let me know. Just We just want you to tell the truth on trial. The, the truth is the best policy. Yes. Also, when you get back to your house, please, please clean out your pantry. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with the pantry? It's a little disorganized. Okay, then. Move the poisons under the sink. Yes. And the food out from under the sink. <laughs> yes. Don't store your poisons and edibles together. That might explain the nausea I had recently. <laughs> yes, and the hair loss. <laughs> hair loss? <laughs> <laughs> That's a different scroll. <laughs> Didn't, didn't go by that one. Oh, look, it's time for the trial. <laughs> but he's asking about a scroll of Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> scroll of hair plugs. <laughs> oh, by the way, what are the components of of remove, the spell of remove blindness? Are you asking for a mechanical purpose or just curious? I was just curious. Let me check. This is verbal and somatic. So there's no material? Uh, no material components. I was hoping it would be like... Mud? Yeah, <laughs> something. Mud and spit. Yeah. Jesus style. Work for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so. So we did that. We did that. And he chose not to make his fortitude saving throw on that. <laughs> we like to resist it. Yeah. <laughs> However, did check. There is no uh, caster check, so it automatically works. Excellent. Right. All right. Go. Let's go do this trial. Okay. Ready for trial day number three. Dun dun. Final day of the trial. Thank goodness. So as we're. As we're shuffling in, Roderick's asking uh, Gustav, so I know we were talking about uh, the skin stealer being being brought on to the bench. Is that going to happen today? No, he is not cooperating. Oh, (laughs) imagine my shock. Thank you, Gustav. I mean, does he have a choice if he's being subpoenaed into a trial? Why wouldn't he testify? He's evil. (laughs) Well, yes, there's that, but I mean, aren't most criminals? I think Some this could be nu- neutral. I think this explains the uh, the wicker man outside. <laughs> They've got very specific opinions on evil people in this town, Renly. Well, it doesn't make sense. The truth should always win out. I don't understand. I mean, should and does are different things, Renly. You're not <laughs> wrong. You're just misplaced. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told that. All of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Hear you, bro. Hear you. Yeah. All right. So you're ready to start the trial? Day three. Yep. Day three. It should go a lot shorter than the other days. Not as much evidence on our part. Mm. Is uh, Vivian going to be our lawyer again? Vivi Mason? <laughs> <laughs> Vivi Mason. I, I like love that. that. Can, uh, can one of you wear a Paul Drake suit? <laughs> I think... I think we can get a houndstooth robe for Roderick. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'm surprised he doesn't already have one. <laughs> oh, he does. <laughs> he wears it to court. Yes, it's absolute Paul Drake apparel. <laughs> and Carrie will dress like um, what's the secretary? Della, Della, Della Street. Della. That was me. Yes, Andy, because I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> it's from the show Perry Mason. My mother used to make me watch it. I I never liked. It. Oh, I love Perry Mason. I still I stream it on. I mean, I'm old, so I can do this, but uh, it's it's on CBS.com. You know, all access. <laughs> It's great. No commercials. Perry with no commercials. It's as good as... I alternate between that and Beverly Hillbillies. 
I love the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, I, was, I do too. I was watching that over your house and like, wow, this is funny. This show yeah. is ancient and it's funny. Yeah, it's great. They were one of the few to bridge uh, to color successfully too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was I always preferred Matlock to Perry Mason. Mm. Is it because it was uh, Andy Griffith? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, he reminds me of my grandpa. I, yeah. And I can believe that. He was too uh, Jessica Fletcher for me. I, mm. I like the... I like my detectives young. I liked my detectives in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> like Dick Tracy. Heck yeah. Actually, Perry and Perry and Paul always dressed better. I have to admit, uh, the Matlock rumpled suit wore on me. It's like, There's a damn one it. suit. Well, he needs to, he could have taken it to the cleaners every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about that, though. So anyway, so our own, you know, legal drama. <laughs> so the day three of the trial, about 10 a.m., uh, the people are starting to make their way into the courtroom. They're very uh, animated. Yeah, I was going to ask what the, rabble, what the rabble, tone rabble, is. Because we beat we beat people up last night, right? We killed yeah, we yeah. killed people. Yes, <laughs> just two killed, killed a couple of them. They weren't important uh, citizens. <laughs> so, yeah, they make their way in. Uh, Greater good and all that. We warned them. Justices Sorry. make their way in. What's the What's the mood, Gary, of the crowd? The crowd is very restless and angry bummer so they're making lots of they're yelling out threats they're um they're being very unruly and the justice card makes his way in he looks up at the crowd and mentions now see here we will have silence in this courtroom i am well aware of the mob that tried to burn down this courthouse and threaten the defendant If I hear of anyone else trying to threaten violence to any of the defense or to this courthouse, that person will be whipped out of town or hanged. I will not have any more of this nonsense in my courtroom. (laughs) Roger Gillis is the only one clapping. (laughs) Now, if you are not a member of the prosecution, or the defense, or one of the members of the court, I expect silence for the remainder of this trial. Now, we may proceed. Uh, he motions over to the herald of the court who strikes the gong to start Bong. day three. <laughs> mm. uh, Barrister Heiger, um, will you lay out the uh, prosecution's details of today's case? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I hate this guy so much. He said three words, two words. I already hate him. <laughs> he's oily, uh, isn't he? Yeah, he's just... Oh. He stands up and uh, starts walking around the other side of the table to address both the, the justices and the crowd above. It's like, now, t- today's trial, we will be... Uh, today's case, we will be discussing the sanctuary on Cobb Isle and the arson attack that this monster set four months ago. Now this beast set fire to the building, murdered poor Dr. Brada, all of his patients in the process, and nearly killed Carl, the assistant. <laughs> Not <Now>. Carl. <laughs> Anybody but Carl. Poor, poor Carl, <laughs> who ended up blind in this whole ordeal. And there's a collective... Oh, from the the crowd from above. Little does he know. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to get a surprise. Now, 
we would like to call Carl up to the stand to give his testimony. And Carl makes his way up to the stand. <gasps> Unassisted. Unassisted, yeah. Unassisted, and there's an audible gasp. Now, Carl, you were blinded in the, uh, the attack on the sanctuary, correct? Um, yes, I, I was blinded, but, um, I, 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 I'm not blind anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I got better. <laughs> I, I got better. I can't, I'm just imagining if something like that happened in real life, because like, it's just like, I don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> it's like, does this change anything? It feels like it changes something. <laughs> something different. important. Something really important changed here. <laughs> like, this doesn't change what happened, but somehow, somehow I feel like the, the, the wind's gone out of my sails a little bit. Um, well, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're not blind anymore um so you saw the beast kill dr brada and set the fire etc right <laughs> well i i saw him with dr brada lying limply in his arms and the fire had already started and it it was very menacing. That's what I remember. So even when his eyes were working, he wasn't very observant. You're <laughs> <laughs> low on that perception check. Well, I mean, isn't eyewitness testimony like the, one of the most unreliable? Yeah, isn't yeah. it the, the, the gorilla passing through or something? Yeah, mm-hmm, the basketball yeah. gorilla. Yep. That was one of the most impressive things when I saw that. I was like, wow. <laughs> Human brains, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you block out what you don't think is necessary. Automatically. You don't choose mm-hmm. to do it. And in that exercise, you're told to focus on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you know, not being able to see your nose, even though it's in your line of vision. Your brain is determined that it's not important. Mm-hmm. So you don't see your own nose. I'm, of course, looking at my nose right now. <laughs> Can anybody else see my nose? <laughs> I can't. I have no idea what it is. I always think of how weird faces would look like without noses. <laughs> but if no one had a nose, then it wouldn't be weird because it, it would be weird. normal. Yep. But then you couldn't smell. Are we doing that Twilight Zone about the pig face people? <laughs> yes, something like that. That's like the only yes. episode I've seen. Well, this that has been fun. fun. Yes. <laughs> but on all to right. the trial. <laughs> on to the trial. Uh, all right. So Otto Heiger goes through his questioning with Carl. He gives a very similar testimony to what he told you guys previously. Uh, he, he wraps up questioning Carl and Justice Deramid uh, looks to the, the defense. Um, would you get a cross-examine? Yes, Your Honor. Go right ahead. Hi, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Long time no see. Hi, <laughs> now, uh, Carl, I just want to reiterate a point that you made earlier, that you did not see the fire get started. That is, that is correct. I... The fire had started before I, I made my way into uh, the laboratory. Okay, thank you. Carl, uh, did you get a... I, I don't know how good a look you got at the the creature who was holding the doctor's body. Um, there's two possibilities that I believe that you could have seen, which is this gentleman here... Hor- Objection, leading the witness. <laughs> oh my god. Roderick! <laughs> Sorry. Well, <laughs> sustained. 
Um, are you for, uh, if you look over here, this is, this is Horace. This is the, the accused. Does your description match this person here? Or could it have been someone else? Um, the look that I got is very, very close to, um, the beast here. The other, um, and, and then at this point, Vivian pulls forward, uh, uh, she pulls forward Vanna, Vanna Zenobia, um, with the- hauling in the skin suit rack? Yeah, yeah. with the skin suit rack. Yeah, with, uh, Zenobia and Roderick. You know, Roderick and Zenobia are both holding one end of the pole, so that way it's, like, hanging all- displayed and clearly visible and vivian goes forward and like very daintily grabs the the one that looks most like horus and is kind of like pulling it out from the from the other so you can see it and she's like could could this if if someone was wearing this could that have been who you saw as well um it it is possible it is um patchwork and about eight feet tall just like the beast. And I don't know how how clear you saw in details, but did there happen to do you happen to remember if there was a mark on the shoulder of a scar of some sort like you see here on this suit? I I don't remember. Well, damn it, Carl. Um wasted <laughs> <laughs> our money on you. <laughs> <laughs> um so she's presented she's like she's like but it could be one it, it's very possible it could be this suit. It it is possible. I, I I assumed that it was the beast because I only ever heard of one beast, but now there's beast and there's a beast skin. Yeah, you missed some things. In, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to talk. <laughs> um, and then can you tell us a little bit about the relationship of Vorkstag and Grimes with the hospital? Uh, I know that they supplied us with uh, the chemicals... We needed to uh, clean the labs, uh, such as the bleach, etc. Um, and I do believe that um, we received some of our surgical tools from them as well. Did you ever see... Which one's the skin... Vorkstag. Did you ever see Vorkstag and the doctor talking to each other? Nefariously? I know they had several meetings, but I was never in those meetings, so I, I don't know what they discussed. I would just imagine it was the contract of the chemicals. Um, I do remember Grind showing up one evening, um, and they met down in the cellar, but they didn't meet in uh, Dr. Broder's office. So I'm not sure what that was about. Maybe it was just a delivery. What's usually done in the cellar? No, the cellar is where we kept all the uh, the foodstuffs and the cleaning supplies. Separate, of course. We didn't put them together. <laughs> <laughs> this is really you funny, didn't, Gary. You didn't keep that up. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Carl. No more questions. Okay. I can't do think of any other questions, can you? <laughs> yeah, we, we got shit to go on this yeah. time. <laughs> Could you, do, I, do I step down? I have now? no idea. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, you may step down. <laughs> That one didn't go as well as the others. No, we've had we've sh- we we found the big evidence day one, so. Um, so sort of how I'm thinking we're going to angle this is. Yeah, I want to make a closing statement. I don't know if I can make it yet. We don't have a lot, you know, because we got to present our evidence. The the bleach. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. you already know all this. You wouldn't be surprised to find documents yeah. and stuff. But well, I think that we should emphasize on his testimony being. I don't know. Could have been. Yeah. Because well, definitely. It, it yeah. Reasonable doubt. Yeah. yeah, and so just kind of like leaning on what we did day one. Yeah. We've already established that Vorkstag 
has used the skin suit to go and do other nefarious other things. nefarious things. Perhaps he was on on a fire insurance scam or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. However you want to angle that, but it's just like kind of leaning heavy on what we did day one. And correct me if I'm wrong. The wasn't everyone in that hospital like they had deformities or something? Uh, there was no evidence of that. Like, but like before you got there, but once you got to the the hospital, you saw that all the bodies had deformities. And those weren't caused by the guest. Correct. Okay. Should have asked Carl that. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> we could call him as a witness for our side. <laughs> so, so yes. Uh, okay. So, so Carl steps uh, down. <laughs> Now would be the the time that was. Couldn't you couldn't you do a Columbo? Just one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh, just one more question, Your Honor. Um, Carl, can you tell me about the patients that were taken care of at the hospital? Um, uh, sure. Um, most of the the patients that we had in uh, sanctuary were uh, they suffered from some sort of uh, physical malady. Um, they. Dr. Brado was trying to try experimental treatments to, to cure their, their physical deformities. Experimental in what way? Um, there's not a lot of research on curing physical deformities. Um, so he was, he was working on, um, I guess you could say, uh, um, alchemical creations, uh, things like that, uh, tinctures for the, the patients to take that might cure some of their uh, like uh, extra limbs or you know, uh, things of that nature. So yeah. I, I don't know what those treatments were. I was just told what to give. Uh, I don't know what his science and research behind all of that was. I was just an apprentice. I wasn't to that point yet of knowing. All right. Thank you. No more questions, Your Honor. My question was, was it going to be like an um, a, uh, alchemical skin graft. I was going to link it to skin and skinwalkers. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, but I don't know if we can make that jump through Carl if he doesn't know. Well, that was... You think it was worth it to buy a, buy a site back? <laughs> it wasn't my money. <laughs> it was a gamble. And we no, lost. it was worth yes, it. We got no, him, it was we, worth it. We, we got, got him to doubt. say we got reasonable doubt. Yep. This was America. That's all you need. <laughs> well, I mean... There's a giant wicker man outside. I don't think reasonable <laughs> is really in this town's vocab. So pseudo reasonable. So we're done with Carl. Done with Carl. Uh, okay, this would be the point of the trial where um, the defense would uh, present any evidence they have mm-hmm. for this day. Not the closing statement. Just your time to present evidence. Mm-hmm. Your Honor, we went to we went to Carbile this morning. And while we were there, we did find evidence of the hospital having a relationship with Vorkstag and Grimes, who I will remind the court, um, we suspect of committing the crimes in Morast all those months ago. We also found, so we found, we found papers showing their relationship, and we also found a bottle of bleach. In addition, and this, this is circumstantial, but I'm going to say it anyway, because I don't know how to do courtroom stuff. Um... We believe that the skin, that, that Vorkstag was using his relationship with this hospital as another way to access skin for his collection. That's all I got. It was a weird day. <laughs> oh, and, you know, reasonable doubt with the skin. It's Horus. It wasn't him. <laughs> all right, that's a penalty on that. 
Diplomacy check. All right, that takes a minus there. She's very tired. This is the third day <laughs> of say, running around. I'd say roll. <laughs> she might look so empathetic that everybody believes her. Well, of course I'm going to roll, but <laughs> yeah. you can just roll no bonuses each. for role play today. <laughs> <laughs> roll on each piece of evidence that you have. So, uh, papers. Ooh. Oh, I forgot my diplomacy is so good. Uh, 13, 15 if they think I'm attractive. Um, on the potion, I got a 24. Naturally, you get a 24 on the <laughs> empty bottle of bleach. That's that's going to cinch it for us. Um, on the reasonable doubt on the skin, the eyewitness testimony. Ah, natural 18. There we go. Yes. So, 27. So you did a really good job of convincing him that, you know, reasonable doubt. <laughs> she didn't have to see, see that she was being blasé because it's obvious. <laughs> Ob- Obviously... It's not our Horus. Um, can I roll on the, the the circumstantial? I'm pretty sure he was using this place to farm bodies. You can roll it. See if you can convince him. She probably doesn't. That's an 18. She's pretty sure Natural she does. Natural 18? No, no, no. No, together. Nine plus nine. You could, have, you could have lied. He's not in the room. I know. <laughs> but I'm a cleric in real life. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so is that all of the... Uh, evidence that you have for today's trial i think so because i think we submitted you know we submitted vorkstag on day one mm-hmm. and uh the skin suits on day one right i don't think we have anything else okay very good it's a lame last day uh all right so uh evidence and witnesses have been called for both the defense and the prosecution uh since this is day three it is time for closing statements uh, Otto Heiger, prosecution, will go first with his closing statement. Ladies and gentlemen of the triumvirate, it is very, very clear to see that the beast is guilty of these murders in Morast and, and Hergstog and Sanctuary. The beast is a danger to society, and a monster like this should be destroyed. We recommend punishment in accordance with traditional law. That being execution by burning in the punishing man. Please, see it in your hearts to do what is right and put these poor, poor children and the patients at Sanctuary and uh, the, the townsfolk and Morast to rest and let them finally be at peace. Thank you, Otto Heiger. <laughs> <laughs> Roderick smacks Zenobia. <laughs> Because she's hissing at him. <laughs> and it just makes a thunk on her breast, like, thunk. <laughs> and as he uh, he makes his closing statement, there is a, a large cheer from the, the galley up at the top. Silence! Bong! Mm-hmm. I said silence. There will be no outbursts in this courtroom. Um, defense, it is time for your closing statement. Who's going to make it? Is it going to be uh, Vivian still? Yeah. <laughs> How about Roger with this plus one? <laughs> Do I get a diplomacy on this? Yes. Cool. This one won't be as awesome because I didn't write it out. So let's let's see how the old improv machine works today. Most honored triumphant. The defense believes we have made a very strong case over the past three days of the innocence of Horus, formerly known as the Beast of Lepestad. Horus is a sweet, gentle man who has been wrongly accused of these crimes time and time again. Um, 
Horace is the victim here. He is a victim of people using the using the legends of the beast of this area, fairy tales, ch- stories to scare children. These are all being wrongly associated with this man to cover up these evildoers' crimes. We have shown strong evidence that both Marast and the crimes at Carbile were committed by Vorkstag, and we move that he be brought to trial for these crimes. And we have shown strong evidence that in Herkstag, that Herkstag was caused by the crimes of the beekeeper. <laughs> brother Swarm. <laughs> of, the bar- of the Brother Swarm. <laughs> the Brother Beekeeper, yes. <laughs> if there's any justice in this world, Horace will not be found guilty of these crimes. Thank you. And roll your perception check on that. Perception? Not your, roll, yeah. <laughs> I want to see how much... <laughs> how effective I was. See see how much you were affecting the, the triumvirate. Now, no. uh, roll your diplomacy check on that. That's a natural three. Oh. Twelve. Nice one. I stand by that she's so tired by this day, this last day. Yeah, twelve. Okay, we lost points on that one. <laughs> I hope you don't lose points. Uh, very good. Justice Guard will then stand up and say, We have heard testimony from both the defense and the prosecution, and we shall adjourn now to discuss and come up with a final verdict. We are in recess for one hour. Bong! Vivian goes out to the swings. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, we are currently in recess, so you guys can roleplay about the, the trial if you would like. I'm sorry, I know that wasn't a very good final statement. I'm very tired. Today was a rough day. So, I, I think I, we need an escape horse at the back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get I, it figured out. I think out. you did very well. Thank you, Renly. Considering. Don't be down, too down on yourself. I know that if it was me, I would have mucked it up way, way worse than you just did. <laughs> I would have done it worse than you. <laughs> it's like, wow, you really messed up, but I'd have messed it up even worse. Thank you, Renly. I appreciate that. I think, yeah. Gustav will even chime in. Like, you sounded bit better than than me. <laughs> High praise, thank you. While, while we have this uh, this pause, I have to ask you, Gustav, why did you choose this profession? It was the family business. <sighs> wow, that's a rough one. Are, are they all as good as you? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the best one. Well, that's wonderful. That's some- that's something to be proud of. Yes. Let's insult the prosecution now that we're, or the defense I, now that we're done. I, I make my father proud. I'm sure you, you do. I'm proud of you. It's very hard to be a trial lawyer, isn't it, Viv? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Renly. <laughs> He's trying to be nice. <laughs> Roderick's just not saying anything. <laughs> Roderick's learned over the course of the last year. Well, you know, if you can't say something nice. (laughs) Yeah, Roderick's learned that so well. Uh If you can't say something nice, your name's probably Roderick. I don't think think it's fair to be that hard on Vivian Roderick. She's done very well. He didn't say anything. (sighs) Speaks volumes. But his his silence is very judgy. Yeah, judgy silence. Judgy silence. It's only three judges here, and you're not one of them. (laughs) Let's go back. <laughs> Let's go sit inside where we have to be quiet. So Vivian's feeling embarrassed and angry at Roderick. 
for being judgy. Because he didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so an hour passes, uh, and about that right at that hour mark, the uh, three justices make their way back into the courtroom. I'm we... pissed if Horace doesn't get off. <laughs> Telling you the fix is in. Does the, does the gong ring? Yes. The gong. gong. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, we have reached a verdict. We have heard the evidence presented before us, and thank Farazma that we did so. For without this trial, there would have been a most terrible miscarriage of justice. Mm. There are many cruelties in the world, but to lie and blame another for one's crimes is the most terrible of all sins. We have asked ourselves a question. Who is the real monster here? Is it this creature sitting before us, with its broken body and terrible form, or is it us? The people of Leperstadt for our bigotry and our lies. After listening to the testimony and the evidence presented by these these helpful friends out of towners, we have concluded that the beast is innocent. Shot goes through the crowd. That's what my question is. Is there... um, Anger coming. From I bet. The I bet. I bet Gary's going to describe I bet he it, is, Philip. Philip. <laughs> do you do this in movies, Philip? Yeah, why why is she doing that? <laughs> What's does, happening? Does oh. she know he's on the other side? Is she going to put that knife down? <laughs> That's me. I think. Gonna, gonna I hope the party separates. <laughs> why would they do that? <laughs> why are they still in the house? Why don't they just go home? <laughs> if it was me, I would have just left. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self, never go to the movies with Philip. <laughs> At the movies, I'm fine, but if we're on that couch, anything goes. <laughs> <coughs> Rules have been laid down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Continue, Gary. <laughs> so, oh, yay, Vivian shrieks with happiness. Anyway. And we all uh, give each other a group hug, which is kind of uh, hard considering we're armored. <laughs> kind right. Of, kind of lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yes, after the beast is declared innocent, uh, there are screams of anger, uh, going through the galley up at the top, uh, and almost instantly they join together and chanting, burn the beast, burn the beast, over and over again. Roger cast silence. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we couldn't cast stuff in this room. It's a joke. (laughs) So they're they're chanting angrily. Um, Justice Card tries to get them back in order, but uh, he can't really be heard over their their chanting. Is um, the uh, is the herald uh, going crazy on the on the gong? Yeah, he's trying to bong bong bong. <laughs> he just really wanted to bong 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 So Horace is in the courtroom. Yes, he's in the cage. He is in the cage. Do they unlock the cage at this point? They do, because um, he is released. Um, and they will, they try to get him out of the courtroom as quickly as possible. I think we'd immediately rush to like yes. protect yes. him. We, yes. we escort the beast. So we kind of pull Karen and uh, Gustav along with us. Like, come with us. You don't want to be by yourself here. <laughs> and we pick so up our arms, which I assume we've had to leave out in the uh, front door. locker room. Right. And as as we leave, I mean, as... As we go from the courtroom, transitioning to the hallway, I guess, or the outside, that's when Carrie emerges. Uh, emerges. Yeah, because she's uh, really need, 
knows that she's probably going to be needed here shortly. Good idea. <laughs> uh, so the, he's taken back away from from the the crowd. There's kind of like a back entrance in the back of the courthouse that he's kind of you're all taken to to kind of get him away out without being in front of the the large mob. And as as he's back there, he he looks at the four of you. He says, "Thank you, you, you are the best friends in the world." Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> I'm so happy for you, Horace. But it's definitely not safe for you to stay here. I, I think it's time for me to go see my father. Your your father? Yes. Who is he? Yes. Where has he been this whole time? He. He is at home at, at Schloss Karamark. Ah, oh, Gary. <laughs> where's, where, where's this Schloss Karamark? Where's this Wiener Schnitzel? <laughs> Schlotzky's, that's what I was thinking. Schlotzky's Dailies. Schlotzky's. He lives at uh, Schlotzky's. He's a franchiser. <laughs> he couldn't leave the restaurant. <laughs> Even though it's can't, closed during quarantine, he can't get any good help. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's a name. Where is that? It is north. Follow the the river through all the way through the swamp. It is on the north edge of the swamp. It is a very large castle surrounded by waterfalls. Oh, I love castles and waterfalls. Wow. Do you have a dungeon? <laughs> so long as we don't have to chase the waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. don't don't go chasing waterfalls. <sighs> so, um, would you like us to travel with you? There's safety in numbers. Uh, uh, no, I... Oh, that wasn't a question. Fa- <laughs> no, no, no. no. Fa- father is not... Father does not like visitors. So let me go ahead and tell him about you first. Oh, sweet boy, we are not letting you go out of this town unescorted. We are coming with you. I, we, we could I, just stand outside. No, let me go talk to him first. Meet me there in three days. Horace, why haven't you mentioned your father before? I was scared he would be hurt. You love your father? Yes. Does he love you? Yes. Could have showed up to your court date. He has not left his home in many years. <laughs> Agoraphobe. <laughs> <laughs> Keep him away from any elevators. Over these months, Vivian has received her degree in psychological counseling. Hey, man, she's a cleric. She, she is. She's got her medical degree. Sort of. As close as you're going to come in this town. Mm-hmm. This world. Okay. So, if- so yes, meet, meet me there in three days. I, I will go prepare father for you. Okay, good. I'm imagining, like, pulling him out of the uh, morgue. <laughs> out of a drawer. <laughs> <laughs> like, out of the morgue. <laughs> like, dad, dad. Weekend at Bernie's style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with that, the uh, the guards will escort him back out of that back doorway and take him toward the swamp where he will make his way to Schloss Karamark. Mm-hmm. Of course he does. I'm going to uh, turn to my party real quick and say, are we really going to let him out of this town unescorted by people who've already tried to kill him on the police force? This is ridiculous. Why don't we just go with him and then just hang back when he gets to his father's house. Zenobia, could you trail him? Absolutely. Because that's not what's in the book, Randy. <laughs> it's not I'm the way the adventure is written. And first of all, it's Carrie. When oh, right. This fabulous is Carrie. 
Um, yeah, as you are speaking about following um, Horus, etc., uh, Judge Deramid makes her way back there uh, to you. All right, she owes us money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, I I am very, very, very grateful that you were you are here to defend the beast. I yes. knew I knew that he needed a fair trial. Well, thank you for asking us to participate. It was fun. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I hope it was fun. I, I know being in a courtroom is not for everybody. It's not really the courtroom that was the problem was so much as having to run around the entire country in three days. Quite frankly, it was your town. These people that have no regard for justice or the law trying to take it into their own hands. I really wish you would... Kill them all. <laughs> well, I was going to say that. I was going to... I really wish you could control the rabble. Renly, where are you from? It's Gary. She made it very clear to me earlier. I said what I said. <laughs> I know where Carrie's from. I'm trying to find out where Renly's from. Renly's, Renly's from, from all over. Same, I'm from the same place Thurskill was. I'm from all over. Well, this type of situation in this town is going to be common across all. There's Who's- nothing uniquely bad about the people of Lepishtad. It's just human nature. I'd say it's common across Ustalov. All this isn't quite like this, Roderick. Ooh, burn. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to come and uh, see for myself. Yes, you do need to be a little more traveled. <laughs> Damn, bitches be bitching tonight. <laughs> Project draws anyway. a sword. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, you have done a very successful job uh, in this trial, and uh, like I mentioned before, um, I would. I think we settled on uh, two and a half times your original payment for doing the trial. Yes, that is what I have in my notes. Uh, very well. Uh, please stop by my my residence in the morning, and I will have your money for you there. And she'll be dead. Oh my god, she will be. <laughs> <sighs> so you're blaming me for talking during the movie, and then you're just yelling out plot points. <laughs> well, I mean, if you'd read the book ahead of time. I'm going to be so pissed if she's dead. <laughs> no, I think we need to pick this up today. We need to be on the road. Well, I, I won't have the funds until the morning. We'll come, st- we'll come stay at your house. <laughs> that is fine. You can stay. Th- we're already stay staying there. there. No, we're not. <laughs> we're staying in a hotel. I thought we spent the night at her. Oh, no, we didn't. No, no we, we left her stuff there. I'm going to be outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping on the front porch. Well, and no, Roderick can have the back door. Um, so, yes, if, you, um, if you're if you worried about receiving a payment, you are more than welcome to uh, stay in uh, a guest room at my residence. We will do so. Thank you. It's not that I mistrust your honesty. I fear for your life. Well, I, d- I don't know why I <laughs> would be <laughs> Oh, oh there's, a, there's a giant... Uh, the giant crowd outside, outside with uh, pitchforks and... That's a little upset at the decision of the triumphant? I can think of a reason. Yes. I think the other judges should come over and we should have a big old sleepover. Oh, <laughs> we can make some. We can make s'mores. I love well, slumber parties. Uh, I would prefer to not invite them. <laughs> <laughs> Fine with me. I didn't like... Well, anyway. They don't strike me as great at parties. <laughs> Just as card could be nice, but the other one... He never says anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yes, okay. is, is that a... Do, that do we is, even know his name? 
It was, I haven't written Gary doesn't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> That's why he's the other one. <laughs> Justice that three. Real, is that one judged on the real me? He just never says anything. <laughs> Judge Aldair. That's the other one. Judge Aldair. Aldair. Yeah, sounds right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's the uh, war general. He's the merciless one. I'm looking at my notes. I had Chief Ambrose, old. <laughs> Judge Al- Aldair, merciless. There you go. Anyway, so are we done uh, terrifying right. this poor woman out of her mind? Yeah. So uh, you can follow her to her house to have your slumber party. She does only have one guest room. So it's either you all share it or somebody gets the couch. Vivian calls it. <laughs> she goes in and locks the door. <laughs> and obviously, we all need to get enough rest so that we're fully rested for the next day. But uh, Zenobi is wanting to set up watches. Right. Vivian goes to sleep immediately. She, she doesn't count Vivian in the watch thing. Vivian is, <laughs> Vivian is so the, tired. The other three. Vivian uh, Mason. Vivian Mason. Vivian Mason. Okay. So, yeah. you Vivian takes the guest room everyone else is out kind of in the living room making watches i guess we've done worse literally yeah. making watches they got like all the little springs and, yeah. and uh <laughs> it's our side job cogs those glasses <laughs> that go over your glasses yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly uh so anyway uh we will get through the night here and into the morning and we will pick it up here next week yay, yay. that's not a cliffhanger well, well, do we survive the night? Do we get our money? That is, that's do we? Yes. Will the party finally get their money they've been looking for since book one? Book one. Da, da, da. Yeah.